We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. As always, coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Say, so, man, don't get in front of the cock-a-doodle-doo, okay? Yeah, How long have you been clear. working here? I, I huh? We discussed this a week it's ago. It's about timing, dude. Kairos, timing. I got nothing. I can't. Cock-a-doodle-doo comes before your ass. I pause in the wrong spot. I wait for it. It doesn't Stop. come. Then I talk, Boy, and there it is. You are not coachable. We should have a meeting. They ruined you at Fordham. Yeah. Spoiled me. Yeah. Sent me in the wrong direction. There's What's a, happening? There's a computerized voice that counts down the commercial breaks here on CBS Sports Radio. It's annoying. 45 seconds. Yeah. And me and Brian spent the last 45 seconds yelling at that voice, which can't <laughs> respond to shut up and we'll talk when we're ready to talk. <laughs> Those are the best type of voices, right? Yeah. The ones that can't respond. And we uh, we are ready to go. Gio's week off continues. A belated happy birthday to Mrs. Gio. I oh, know is that right? She, yeah. She doesn't listen when Greg is here, so she's definitely not listening oh. when he's not. Uh, but part of the reason for the week off is to celebrate uh, Gina's birthday. So oh, cool. uh, all the best to her. Damn, he's a good some husband. How you do that? Mini vacation pics yesterday from. Uh, really? They went to Montauk in the summer when you're supposed to go to Montauk. I'm like, peace. So hope they had a good time. And Greg will be back here on Monday. They were scouting some fish for yeah. PDB yeah. in the winter. <laughs> Should I dig the hole in the ice here or out here? We want to fish in our cabin. Uh, Eric Coleman, brand-new member of the CBS Sports Network family, will join us. We'll talk college football with him. And the great Nick Faldo, lead golf analyst for CBS Sports, inching towards the 99th PGA Championship later this week at Quail Hollow. He will join us, both of those gentlemen, in our final hour, and of course, uh, a major on American soil means Anne Liguori has two days before she is newly accosted verbally by one Brian oh, we Jones. Are so over that man, moved on. I oh, because she has people. a man, right? I so got you've... a new yeah, man. You right. Can't mess with that. That's, she's taking woman. Mm-hmm. I'm, I moved on because you have. I got me rules. a new white woman. <laughs> Mikey B, PDB, and Darwin Zook in the building this morning with you as well at eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. So if the pattern holds, we are twenty four thirty six hours away from an announcement of an Ezekiel Elliott suspension from the NFL. Chris Carter was on FS1 um, almost as we were signing off the air, I think, yesterday. That's how it works. Saying that uh, he was hearing that a suspension was coming by Wednesday, and it actually could be closer to four games than the one or two that the Elliott camp was reportedly prepping for for the last couple of weeks. Um, And then Chris Carter kind of unleashes the bomb that this may go in line with Brady and Deflategate and that Ezekiel Elliott um, destroyed some evidence the Damn. NFL had requested in this investigation. Tampering and I, with evidence. Well, and I said pattern because two days before Brady's suspension came, Stephen A. Smith came on TV and said that Brady had destroyed a cell phone mm-hmm. uh, as if NFL headquarters was sharing a little bit of information with somebody mm. to grease the skids for said announcement. So maybe here we are again with Elliott... Uh, on the verge of being in trouble, more so for 
uh, a crime after the fact than maybe what he did to start the whole thing going. Well, how's it go that the cover-up is usually worse, worse than, than the crime? crime. Mm-hmm. I mean, but when you're talking about domestic violence, that's bad. And and, and uh, I'm not going to say a cover-up is worse than, than abusing a, another human being, but if these rumors are true, uh, if this comes to fruition, that he dis- destroyed evidence and wasn't as forthcoming as we have been led to believe, because from day one, we have been told that... Uh, that Ezekiel Elliott, his family, everybody's been forthcoming. The attorneys, everyone that's been looking into this deal has been uh, come forward and they've shared information with not only the league's security detail, but the authorities in that particular community where this uh, alleged incident took place. So uh, if it turns out that uh, they weren't uh, as uh, as upfront as, as we thought they were, they were uh, this really is going to hurt the Dallas Cowboys and more specifically Ezekiel Elliott and his reputation. Uh, so uh, as a Cowboys fan, I'm hoping what Chris Carter uh, is reporting is not true. But if the young man did something and he's guilty of this, uh, he deserves whatever the punishment is. And we should point out um, that Chris Carter did say that Ezekiel Elliott did something to his girlfriend a year ago. I think the term he used was pure assault. So it's yeah. not um, – we, we, as you said, we can't separate that and put it away and downplay it. I mean, that is the more significant thing in this equation. Where the destroyed evidence comes in is the change in suspension that may be coming for Elliot. That you know, this this case obviously did not proceed legally for a number of different reasons, uh, and maybe the NFL, for similar reasons, was not going to levy that strong of a suspension on Elliot until maybe he deleted something, broke something, destroyed something, hid something, lied something uh, about something, and now all of a sudden there's an extra two or three games on this suspension. And instead of, you know, something, and I, I this always, it sounds like we're, we're, we're belittling things, but we're a sports show, so this becomes about the sport and the field, and a one or two game suspension was palatable for Dallas, but missing all of September... Um, is a far more significant thing. And um, it, again, is never more significant than the actual event that started all of this. Uh, but from the Cowboy perspective, and don't, and don't forget, you know, Jerry Jones has not only has he defended Ezekiel Elliott, he's proclaimed his innocence. I mean, on more than one occasion, right. and almost has been defying the NFL. And I, I've seen what you have, and there's nothing. If all of a sudden this ends up from that to four games. I mean that's a, obviously a major, major swing in the in the wrong direction for them. right. He's come out and he's given a, a full throated uh, backing of his running back. We've seen all the evidence out there. There's nothing to this story. They should be done with this. They've been investigating uh, Ezekiel Elliott for over a year now. There has not been a drip, drip, drip. At least not publicly. Now, if we are to believe once again, uh, Chris Carter, uh, something has been going on. There's been some uh, other information or our occurrences that the the league office has been investigating and, and that deals with this uh, potential cover up but uh, outwardly there's not been a drip drip you haven't had a different so- story here well uh, i i wasn't at that place where well, it turns out you were at that place right. uh, i didn't do this it turns out you did do this or well, i didn't meet with so and so what turns out you did meet with so and so so you haven't had that drip drip uh so uh, th- this will be very det- detrimental to the Cowboys. You're right. On field speaking, and 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 also Jerry Jones comes out and and he has the 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 full backing and gives a a huge endorsement it, it, for his running back. 
in terms of him not having done anything because he's seen all the evidence and there's no there there. Well, he's going to have to do a about face if it turns out there was a cover-up and there was evidence that should have been given to the authorities that was not, and as a matter of fact, it was destroyed. You know, that actually was the first thing I thought of when I was reading Chris Carter's comments because I, I didn't make the immediate connection to Stephen A. Smith and Tom Brady. That came later on. Uh, Mike Fleury wrote about that at Pro Football Talk. The first thing that, that popped into my head reading this was, man, I can't believe that this didn't come out already. I mean, and I don't, I'm not defending the Cowboys. This has been a long-running issue for me with all commissioners and all league headquarters. I know these are all busy men and women, and there are things to figure out other than punishment and, and stuff like that, but it also involves things on the field, and it involves people's livelihoods and their reputations, um, either to clear somebody from alleged wrongdoing or to confirm that they're a bad dude. Um, I think that a lot of these investigations go on for too long and things need to be addressed quicker and we need to move on from them. So, I, again, I'm not defending the Cowboys, but I have understood their complaint that this has gone on for so long with no decision from the NFL. So when I'm reading this yesterday, I'm like, man, why Why only now are we hearing about something this inflammatory? But it also it doesn't explain why this has taken so long. You know, if they, like, unless they're, have they spent months trying to recover what right. Ezekiel Elliott might have deleted? I, and, I, and maybe the leakers at the NFL level aren't as good as they are <laughs> at the political <laughs> level. How about that? And the league now can justify why it's taken so long because they've had other avenues to and, and rabbit holes to venture down uh, because of, of this information that that uh, Chris Carter is sharing. So. I, I I was concerned with the length of this, especially when Jerry Jones comes out and says, there's no there there. Okay, let's get to the bottom of this. Are you going to charge him or suspend him, or are you not going to suspend him? The team owners come out and, and state it. I've seen everything yeah, that I've has to do with, with, with this, this investigation, and there is nothing there. So you hear that from the team owner who's privy to everything, and you say, okay, well, NFL, why are you dragging your feet on this? Now, as far as the timetable, doesn't bother me unless it was me in the crosshairs of the NFL. Well, yeah. But uh, uh, as far take your time and get to the bottom of it and do it right. Uh, but but when when your team owner comes out and says that, I'm on the side of, of Jerry Jones. I've seen everything. I don't know what the NFL is looking at. Roger Goodell, your people. What what are you what are you nosing around for uh, still? There's no no nothing there. We've seen everything from the the prosecutors there in that municipality. We've seen everything your security folks have have been able to to dig up. There's nothing there. So apparently they were. If we are to believe Chris Carter again, there was some other information out there that only the league was privy to. Or why else would Jerry Jones get out in front of this story and say, "Hey, they need to wrap this up." Our guy's innocent. So what do we do then with Jerry? By the way, if this comes out that um, Elliot did do something, and then covered it up. What do we do with Jerry? Was he lying to us? Did he not know everything? Was he? Did he just go overboard in defending his guy? What do we do with Jerry then? I, I, we say he went with the information he had, and he would have to come out and, and issue a, a, an apology and, and uh, essentially state that I, I didn't know about this, uh, this additional information. I wasn't aware that uh, there could have been a cover-up of, of evidence. Uh, are, are destroying a destruction of evidence. He, that's the only route he can take, isn't it? Yeah. I, with all the information I had, everything they had shared with us, and having talked to 
prosecutors where this alleged incident took place. Going off, going on that, the strength of all that, I came out and I backed my player, and and so I wasn't aware that the league had this other rabbit hole they were going down. That's the only only way he he can uh, get out of this because he came out and and there was no him and a hawing. Uh, it was a full-throated endorsement and backing of his player. So the only way now he can backtrack is to say, well, that information wasn't shared with us. Now, in light of that information uh, being on the surface, I amend what I said a month or, or a couple weeks ago. Do you think the NFL at some point, not from the beginning, obviously, but do you think in the last couple of weeks and months – uh, they slow played this even farther and held it past enshrinement weekend to not have the possibility of Jerry standing on that stage and mentioning this somehow, or if he was I really have a grandstanding. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Only they can answer that, and I'm sure that question will come up if they hand down a suspension here in the next couple of days. Uh, of course, you don't want to step on your your huge event. This is your first big event to to. to start the season, your Hall of Fame induction, and, and you have other people who are involved, not just the Cowboys, not just Jerry Jones. You have other, uh, what, five, six other guys on that stage who are celebrating a, a great career at, at the NFL level. So why would you want to step on uh, step on their toes and, and their magical moment by handing down the suspension as the Cowboys are playing in the game that leads up to the induction of the, this year's Hall of Famer. So uh, I, I could see that happening from a PR standpoint where they would want to delay that announcement. Uh, well, we're, what, Tuesday now? So a couple of days removed from it. Uh, good time to drop that shoe uh, if right. you're the NFL. We, 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 we've moved past. We had a good weekend other than Morton Anderson not being Norwegian <laughs> and not playing on this particular soccer team. Uh, other than that, not a lot of missteps, right? Uh, so, you know, so maybe we'll come come down. The news will, will break today, probably at what time are we off the air? Eight fifty five Eastern time, probably eight fifty five forty. It'll break because <laughs> yeah. that's how they do it. But that's actually good because if it breaks after we're done today or tomorrow, it gives us a topic for the next day. Oh, is that right? Yeah, uh, right. We're running out of topics. Not running out of topics, but I, I was talking about this the other day with somebody uh, at the barbecue. Somebody was asking, you know, how. Uh. How's work going? The, the summer... guy rolling the cigars. Okay. Well, we didn't have one because oh. you didn't show up. Oh, I wasn't going to get somebody else. I wasn't going right. to settle. Oh, so <laughs> that's was... right. You select. Don't settle, baby. <laughs> the guy was saying, like, you know, it must be slow in the summer. I'm like, oh, we're okay now because football started and football is just, a you know, it just has so many built-in things and everybody loves football, NFL, and college. So we've kind of cleared the downtime. And then I was joking how, like, it's annoying when stories combine and happen all in one day. Like, you know, you need they need to spread out because we need to, you know, Monday and Tuesday, we need just Kyrie Irving. Mm. Then Thursday and Friday can be Ezekiel Elliott. But when you mix them together on one day and then the rest of the week, there's nothing. Like, you got to help us out here, Sports Universe, and you got to have better calendar use. Yeah, we're getting Kyrie every day. Right, so now you've got Elliott today a little bit because we've got Chris Carter yesterday. And now if we get the suspension after today's show or after tomorrow's show, then we got a second show out of Zeke's suspension. You see, see what I'm saying here? But if we get an email now in the next hour that he's suspended four games, then the this, this story only is for today. Oh, damn. Yeah, so Sucks you got to think us. about these things. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You say so. Please. You're the journalist. Trust me. All right. I'm not, well, okay, I'll take right. that. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227.
Phone lines are open for Chris Carter slash Ezekiel Elliott. Um, if the NF, if this really does follow uh, the Brady Stephen A. Smith destroyed cell phone timeline, mm. um, is, again to to not bury the lead in what Ezekiel Elliott might have done to his girlfriend a year ago and then did after the fact. But if uh, the NFL is using the same kind of little mini, mini PR pl- uh, plan here to get this out, start the fire, and then really drop the hammer with the suspension. It'll be a we little. Didn't start the fire. Is that a new Billy Joel song? It was already started. And now it went something like that. No, I'll screw up some lyrics. Mm. Somebody tried to explain, by the way, what Billy Billy with the stamp. Oh, did they? It, did we, we ever get? I, I I actually text my my sister because she's the one you know the youngster and knows right. all these terms and she's not a big fan of Meek Mill. Sorry, Meek what? Mill. What? And so and she had no idea what it meant either. And plus, I was interrupting her vacation in London, so <laughs> she really didn't give a damn. Yeah, we got a uh, Geo and Jones Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash Geo and Jones. Got a message. It's Billy with the stamp. Billy with the stamp, but it, it, it's. It connects. Now, I know Becky with the good hair. Yeah, that's got Billy Beyonce. with the stamp. Yeah, Billy with the stamp. It's a it's a reference to getting a sticker from from doing good work at school. Really? That's what the oh. that's what the message said. Mike's going to pull it up right now. Stickers back in the day when you would. Read a number of books, yeah. Hmm. So, Mike's. Is that G? No, it's Jacob, right? Jacob Wilkins. Oh, I like my version better. Uh, what the hell does that do with Billy the Stamp? It's just Pee Wee's slow picking it up after oh. you started singing. Oh, thanks, yeah, Pete. Yeah. We've moved on from yeah. the fire, man. Gotta oh, wow. Got to have a better feel for the situation, Pete. Mm. Okay. Huh. Moving right along. Did you find the message yet, Mike? So you can actually read it no. verbatim. No, why? no. Why okay, we'll get easily? it at eight o'clock. Yeah, or tomorrow. Yeah. Whatever. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. There's a lot to do uh, after Ezekiel Elliott this morning. David Griffin, some interesting comments uh, about Kyrie Irving's courage in asking <laughs> out of Cleveland. <laughs> Uh, Jay Cutler being Jay Cutler immediately down in Miami. We're going to discuss the Bachelorette, the historic Bachelorette, the one that we created that this show led to, uh, the first black Bachelor or Bachelorette. What? It ended last night. Rachel, That's over. Rachel Lindsay. Hook them horns, I don't. I don't want to... I don't want to give away any spoilers. So if you've DVR'd The Bachelorette last night and haven't watched it yet, turn Did off you watch your radio. It? I've never watched a second of it until this morning mm. when I was going to be on the show and I thought I should see how things ended. Oh, really? Um, and again, spoiler alert, in 3, 2, and 1, she didn't pick a black guy, Brian. Damn! I know. Oh, that's just wrong. So they America gave what us... A country. Couldn't give us a... Couldn't go, couldn't go all in. Sorry. <laughs> Payback is coming! <laughs> Trust me, I'm going to get you back, Uh, Bachelorette. It was a Mm -hmm. very interesting conversation in our hallways after our show yesterday between our two resident former NFL players here in the morning, uh, Brian and Boomer Esiason. I will share that detail with you as well. Were you eavesdropping? A little bit. I was trying to be in the conversation. I was not allowed to be, which is part of the story. Uh, Eric Coleman, CBS Sports College football analyst, and Nick Faldo is on the show as well. When we come back, Houston not asked for just an apology and we meet Darwin Zook next on Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, this is U.S. men's soccer legend Landon Donovan, and you're listening to Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Wait, wait, wait. 
Stay woke. Did you Amen. say Gio and Jones on air? No, no, no. Oh, into into the intercom. Say, Damn, boy, you are not coachable. No, this one I think I had <laughs> got a handle on. It's the top oh. of the air. It's really a struggle still for me. Okay. I'm, I might as well just have Greg on tape start every hour. And then I'll come in somewhere afterwards when I know it's safe. We're going to get you some rhythm. And all the elements have been played, and I'm not stepping on anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Gio and Jones live on a Tuesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. As always, thanks for joining us. Uh, that is the double bespeckled Brian Jones. Sunglasses on top, reading glasses in position, looking studious and cool all at the same time. Double is both, but I didn't bring them. So, anyway, I can see. Mm-hmm. I feel like a new man. Seriously, I can you see. You look like a new man, Damn, too. This is good. I can see. Yes. Aren't you happy for me? I'm very happy for you. I just had like four different mean things on the tip of I'm my like, tongue that I, I held like in. Eddie Murphy, Billy Ray Valentine, and Trading Places. Remember that scene? Sure. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm talking about when he was playing like this. <laughs> of course I do. He, he was. Pr- Purporting to be, uh, or pretending, I should be saying, uh, to be a Vietnam vet that was blind. Yes. Cops weren't buying his story. Yeah. <laughs> I was all. <laughs> exactly. Amen to that. So where were you where, where were you stationed in Vietnam? He was all over the place. You know, <laughs> dang, 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 dang. And <laughs> okay, really. Great scene. Anyway, moving right along. All right, good talk. Uh, that brings us directly to the, I think, the debut of one Darwin Zook here. Yeah, I ain't never met this motherfucker. Yeah, he's been interrogated <laughs> now twice. Yeah, sounds regal. Very regal. Darwin he, Zook. Uh, more than <laughs> the any of us. call me DZ. <laughs> more than any of us that sit in that chair. Uh, he's almost your match physically. Hardly. Darwin's got some muscles. Oh, he's a big cat, yeah. Yeah, more so yeah. than me or Lepresti or Jacob or uh, or mm-hmm. Marco. So at least he can maybe stand up to you physically. That's not saying much, though, Bogus. Those no, guys. no, true. None of us are in shape, but at least, you know, you've been to a gym, so you've got that going for you. <laughs> uh, we'll get to Houston Nutt asking for an I'm sorry from Ole Miss, but first, your update. Here's Darwin. All right, guys, Uh, how about this? Nothing like celebrating your birthday, getting a bunch of trash dumped on you. That's exactly what happened with the Angels' Mike Trout on Monday. Prior to their game against the Orioles, the Halos continue their weird tradition, dumping all types of trash on a teammate celebrating a birthday. Trout turned 26 years old, and he celebrated in style except for the trash part. He is getting a standing ovation, not because it's his birthday, which you might think right away. That's also his one thousands career hit and he gets it on his birthday that's terry smith angels radio network if you didn't hear there trout's 1000th career hit it was a fourth inning double off dylan bundy he later homered in the game as well the fourth time in his career he's left the yard on his birthday but the angels lost the game to the orioles 6-2 manny machado with a grand slam in that one and meanwhile, Bryce Harper, he joined Trout, one of 14 players ever to hit their 150th homer prior to turning 25 years old. The first pitch. Harper blasts one to deep right field. Stanton looking up. This one is high. It is deep and it is long gone. Home run number 29 on Despagne's first pitch in the last of the fourth. Dave Nationals Radio Network. Harper's 150th career homer was in the fourth inning. The Nationals beat the Marlins 3-2. And oddly enough, it was the exact same age down to the day that Trout also hit his 150th homer. They're both 24 years old, 295 days. Elsewhere in the majors, the Cardinals got back to the 500 mark for the first time since early June. They hammered the Royals 11-3, third straight win. Card suddenly just three and a half back of the Cubs in the NL Central. 
The Cubs, they maintain their division lead, a 5-3 win over the Giants. Javier Baez went deep, his 16th homer. Trevor Williams, a great game, allowed just one hit, seven frames. The Pirates blanked the Tigers 3-0. Twins got by the Brewers 5-4. To some NFL news, veteran cornerback Brandon Flowers expected to announce his retirement later today. And another former uh, former Jaguars offensive tackle, Brandon Albert, he retired just a week ago after nine seasons. He now apparently wants to come back. Albert informed the team he wants to return, but no decision has been made yet. The Jaguars up doing joint practices in New England with the Patriots right now. And in golf news, the PGA Championship gets underway Thursday at Quail Hollow in North Carolina. Starting in 2019, golf's final major will become golf's second major. The tournament will be moved to May and it'll be played a month after the Masters. There you go, guys. I broke that news to the staff yesterday. Nobody in our little post-show meeting had heard about that schedule change. Is it official? uh, It should be official today or tomorrow. And we'll discuss it with Nick Faldo uh, around uh, 840 Eastern this morning. Masters in April, and then PGA in... And the Players' Championship in March into the Masters in April, PGA in May, U.S. Open in June, British Open in July, and then the FedEx Cup playoffs over before or by Labor Day to get out of the way of the NFL and college football. It's the football. Open Championship, man. Not the Whatever British you want to call it, you play nerd in glasses. Scotland, they play it in Ireland. Right, right, right. I mean, if you're going to be a true professional, get it right. You're right. All I right? apologize. Okay. If anyone's a true professional in the room, it's you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what the, look like it anyway. the theory is that then you've apart. got five straight months of golf majors, the PGA in May is better for TV than the PGA in August, so everybody's happy about this, apparently, except um, like the Byron Nelson Classic in the spring is going to have some issues, apparently, getting some players to go there now, Right, the way the calendar will I'm, fall, I'm but fine we'll be okay. It. It's coming up this weekend. This is a little early, isn't it, for it? Or is this uh, right I don't think so. Is it? Okay, well, what the hell's going on other than preseason football? Vacations. Yeah, stumped you. Nobody vacation. You don't take a vacation in May? No. What, what's the date in May again? I don't, Do think they, I don't think they have an exact date yet. Late there's May. A, there's a higher percentage of vacations in August than May. Duh. According to the National Common uh, Sense Survey. If you don't get your dumbass sense off the mic, why talking to you? Ask him how he got home yesterday. Or don't. I don't know if we're allowed to discuss this. Oh, planes, to, trains, automobiles. Hopefully he had to ride a tricycle. <laughs> Basically, in a hitchhike. <laughs> what happened? Back Car the- broke down again, Beach. I love that car. <laughs> I love that car. There's too much porn you listen to. It couldn't take it anymore. No, yeah. No, the dealer told me about that. Cut back on the piece. <laughs> Do we know why it broke down? Yeah, I'll give you the timeline. So last week, Mike walked in, and the first thing out of his mouth was, Hey, Billy, to Billy, you know, our tiny Billy Jock Long. Yes. Do you know how to jump our a car? Lawn jockey. Yeah. Yes. Because on the drive in, the, the Biseglio meal just kept shutting off basically it was like losing power on the drive in but he got here and i actually said to him i was like i didn't know your your battery could do that i just thought it didn't turn on that i i didn't didn't know that it could like actually go in and out of service oh yeah it happens all the time so mike was watching youtube videos to jump his car billy went out there they jumped it they got home i felt bad for mike until I had found out that his light, the engine light was on for days, and he ignored it, and this happened, and I, oh, then I didn't feel bad for him. Oh, you got what you deserved. I got what I deserved. Right, but he went, he got the battery fixed. Right. Didn't pay a lot of money, thought everything was great, got here yesterday morning fine, left yesterday afternoon, and didn't make it back to the Bisegli house because the car died, because it was not the battery, or it wasn't the battery alone, uh, the alternator yeah, was also go. an issue. What type of car do you drive, sir? I have a Toyota RAV4. 
So you had a RAV4. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't get home till pretty late yesterday. Good for you. Thanks, man. You're welcome. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, so much what hate. <laughs> yeah, and you mean that, Bureau which is amazing. Of common sense. Yeah. I heard People that like part. me, we vacate year round. So for August. I mean, to, this is true. You to you're, December. <laughs> you come to work for a break from vacation. You get you know, the other half. Yeah. How we live. Mr. Common Sense. Well, I take vacations in May. I'm a big proponent of the May vacation. I'm a big proponent. How many vacation days do you have left currently? 702. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to be here less than Mike yet. So so the car didn't didn't die in the tunnel. No, No, it got through the tunnel, thankfully, but it died right over it. Right through it. Right, right out of, outside the Holland? couple minutes through the Holland Tunnel in New Jersey, and then I was I uh, didn't get home till five thirty. Took five and a half hours to get home. So you had uh, AAA come get you and know, all that good stuff. Yep, oh, okay. all that good stuff. Glad you didn't call me. Good. Oh. Imagine if that car died in the tunnel. Imagine oh. if you called Brian and asked for help. Slash <laughs> 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 my tires and leave. Yeah, you so, just got done with yoga, feeling all refreshed <laughs> and good. It's like. Hey, no. Bri- hey, Beach, it's I'm, me, Mike. No, you got Brian, I, I, Bob I, I, Huggins, the interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was lazy as hell yesterday because of the weather, man. Made yeah. me lazy. And, and plus a wild weekend. Uh, but Mike calling me just reminded me of something my brother Stacy did to me once. And so we were at the house chilling, and, and a buddy called, very good friend. His car broken down. And so Stacy answers the phone, and our buddy tells him what's occurring. He Stacy doesn't say anything. Then he says, "Brian, telephone." <laughs> <laughs> Smart. I'm coming, what? mom. Is mom calling? I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so your friend and friend of the show, Houston Nutt, is still embroiled in this simple man. Is still embroiled yes. in this lawsuit with Ole Miss mm-hmm. uh, because they have basically tried to to shame him. Uh, and put the Hugh Freeze nonsense on him with all of these off-the-record conversations with reporters that uh, it was really Coach Nutt's fault. He did all of these things, uh, and yet he was not the one accidentally calling escort services or whatever with his school-issued cell phone. Yeah. Uh, so now they're kind of back in the driver's seat, the Nutt camp, legally. Uh, and they, though, apparently only want is uh, an I'm sorry and a donation uh, to some kind of foundation, Sports and we move on. Ethics Commission? Yeah, you'd think they'd try you to drop think, the hammer you'd now. you think you'd want to subsidize some other uh, commission in Mississippi, but yeah, well, like sports From now ethics. on, you're going to be the old Miss Houston nuts. Like, you really want, <laughs> yeah. I want to own the place well, why, now. Do you, why do you need a sports ethics commission Well, because they weren't in, ethical. In Mississippi. They weren't ethical. Really? Yeah. Huh. I could probably come up with a whole bunch of other commissions they... They need down there. But, uh, yeah, he just wants that apology. And that's all he wanted before he levied this lawsuit. He wanted Ole Miss to come out and apologize for lying on him. Yeah. Uh, and and, and well, they didn't do it, so you had to go this route. And now uh, he said just make a donation, give me an apology, and we move on because they're still paying him. Still want money from right. when they when they released him uh, as his head coach. So uh, that's all he wants. He's not trying to get rich off you know, I already made him rich. Yeah, I, I I give him credit, man. I would be so vindictive in this yeah. if they tried to, if they did to apparently what they did to him, they did to me, mm-hmm. and then they got caught like this and embarrassed like this. I would not be kind, uh, but he's being relatively kind here. Well, he's being uh, magnanimous, uh, Coach Nuts, a good cat. And, yeah, good for uh, him. And and like I said, he just wants to clear his name, your, 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 your his reputation, all that, and and you know I don't know if he 
necessarily wants to get back into coaching. I thought he should have had a job a long, long time ago because he's still young and, and a hell of a coach. You're not three-time SEC coach of the year and not know how to, right. to field a good football team. He well, just, I mean, just didn't have all the resources and, and the Randy backing. Cross and yeah, Zucker, he, get he, out of he it. He didn't have uh, the same type of resources and uh, the, the backing that, uh, that Hugh Freeze has enjoyed. Uh, there at Ole Miss. So uh, just clear the man's name. Give him his damn apology and everyone move on. I don't know if you saw this, uh, and I think Mike's going to effort having Dennis Dodd on later this week, but CBSSports.com is running a series uh, of articles and videos and whatnot based on conversations with anonymous coaches, surveys of coach, of college coaches of all different aspects of the game. But the first installment uh, is about cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much, you know, in breaking NCAA rules. And one coach said that 80% of SEC coaches are cheating, and it's only 20% in the rest of the country. Did he qualify the manner in which they're cheating? Um, yeah, it, more breaking rules, but they all seem to downplay the idea that there was, like, really, really bad top-end evil going on. <laughs> but there was one... We st- were cheating, just just very little cheating. Like, I was running, but I wasn't right. really running. Like, they were giving yeah. guys extra cream cheese as opposed to tractors, but it was pointed out that, that farm equipment actually is a good method of funneling money. Like, it's a good gift oh, to yeah. give, apparently. Uh, that there are coaches that funnel money through churches... To kids, oh, dude. because the church is a, as a nonprofit, you yeah. can't get their their financial documents. And there's one coach, and if you really extrapolate it, it means that he's been there for a long time, and he's got this big grand scheme of rule breaking. But he actually promised a player who wanted to go to law school, "I'll pay, like you know, we'll pay for your law school if you then go work in the NCAA infractions department for five years." So they can be, you can be my eyes and ears and Damn. get back to me if you hear anything about us. Oh, a little mo, huh? A little bit. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I, I mean, mean that's me? like some mob stuff. Yeah. there. <laughs> it's organized crime. Yeah, inside job, baby. And, and you, you hear these stories all the time. And we have a number of coaches that come through CBS uh, Sports Network over there, and you talk to them, and they share stories with you. You, you have a commitment for a guy. You go back to, with a follow up visit, and the kid doesn't even want to talk to you, and mama tells you. Hey, so-and-so came through here last week. All bills are taken care of, Coach. What yeah. can you do for us? Yeah. Oh, those, those are the type of conversations that are happening. They've been happening for a long, long time, and they will continue to occur. Oh, yeah. And and, and so that stuff, that's that's big-time college football. Yeah. And, and basketball. It's going on, and there's no way you can stamp out all of it. Yeah, I, I'm not going to give the kid's name, because, but I had heard one of the more high-profile college basketball recruits recently. With, there was like a $10,000 like speaking fee. Yeah. Like that's just how you got to. That's how you got FaceTime with whoever his person was. You got to give him ten grand. There you go. And this article, I think, pegs the like the average high end recruit cost was eighty thousand dollars. Listen, there are alumnus that want to be a part of these young men. Yeah, hundred dollar handshakes. Uh, and I got a five dollar handshake one. I was like, what am I going to do with this? What can I do? True story. I'm at Texas people in the lock. No, <laughs> no. Was, no was, I was like, what can I do with this, man? But, <laughs> Barely get a $5. burger, but but thank you. You should have given it back, my lesson, dude. Hey, wow! You could have just put that out in the open, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a clandestine handshake. Uh, but there are those who want to just help a kid and, and and buy him a burger or buy him a meal here and there, and then there are others who would love to benefit from their celebrity if they are able to uh, amass some celebrity. Mm-hmm. And and those are the ones you really have to to, to watch out for. 
and and then you 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 factor in the, the agents and, and their runners who get in the mix, and, and and they they try to curry favor with the players by buying them, and and that's what should be really insulting to these players when a, a coach or an alumnus for a particular school or an agent is trying to buy you. I'm not gonna lie, I took those agents' money, but I didn't sign with them. Anyone that tried to buy me, I didn't sign with them. Yeah, you want to give me some money? I had. I remember an agent sitting in the agent's office. The agent said. We can go right down to the BMW dealership right now. Get your new car. Okay, great. Now, as soon as I sign, who's going to have to pick up that note? Right. I am. Right. So you've bought me. But no, if you want to wire me some money, that's what they did back then. You know, go down to Western Union. Why you cash here and there? Fine. I'm not signing with you. You're not buying me. Don't be bought, young men. Yeah. Women. Don't be bought. Break the rules of pride. Take their money, though. <laughs> <laughs> what a lesson. Take that there's, money. There's pride in cheating. <laughs> no, I'm talking about after you're Sell done. Your after soul eligibility. like a man. Brought to you by Brian Jones. Johnny Manziel was once accused of breaking NCAA rules as a player. Uh, may that happen as a coach next on Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. In three, two, and one. (laughs) Welcome back to Geo and Jones. Brian Jones, Andrew Bogish in for Geo. This is written basically specifically for Mike Biseglia. Before your travels begin, prepare for summer road trips. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for simple, preventable maintenance that will ensure a safe journey during the summer months. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. So Johnny Manziel, who still wants to play football and admits to uh, thinking long and hard about the CFL, but obviously the NFL is his goal, um, admitted recently that if he can't play again, he can't see himself leaving sports and may actually want to coach football on the college level. And I'm not arguing against uh, second chances, new new turn in life, and a new goal and a new career path. But I'd have to see a lot from Johnny before I put him in charge of of young men. Really? Yeah, I mean, I just got I'm not well, saying he can. Well, you want to see him and, and make sure get that his, you know what together. He's got his life in order, correct? Yeah. And so he was over at this uh, international betting conference. Which is amazing conference. to me. He wasn't and, like the, y, you know, the local YMCA to speak engagement. He's at the International Sports Betting Com- Commission or Costa whatever. Rica, in baby. Costa Rica. I'm sure they paid him a nice uh, pretty penny for that yeah. gig, too. Call me. Uh, and, and Right. You want to see? make sure he's got all his ducks in a row. And he's doing well. Uh, he, he's dealt with his alcoholism and whatever else he, he was partaking in. And, and as far as coaching... Here's someone who improvised like it was no one's business. <laughs> so what's going to be his coaching strategy? What's his approach? Going, hey, man, you're going to get the play call. Then just do whatever the hell yeah. you want to do. He's all at right. the grease board. There's yeah. all nicely diagram plays. <laughs> like you take two steps, short, and then you just do whatever yeah. you want. And on two. Yeah, so <laughs> be fun. Be fun to see the kids he, he mentors. He's up there. That'd be great. The first day of camp, he just takes the playbook, sets it on fire, and right. goes, we're going to draw it up in the dirt. do what we're going to do. That's it. Let's see what happens. That, that is it. But uh, uh, good for him that he has aspirations to do something else. But uh, as we initially said, 
get yourself in order. And it sounds like, and it, it, reading this comment, it sounds like uh, he, the, the re, he's done some of the the reflection on his life, yeah. and it feels like he's in a different place at this at this particular time. And it's starting, hopefully, to make sense to him that he couldn't c- continue down the road that he was heading. And now it's time to grow up a little bit. Yeah, the handful of pictures I saw from this thing in Costa Rica yesterday, he looked healthier that one time where he was mm-hmm. – a few pictures where he just looked really thin and frail and unhealthy. He wasn't at the pool with a big, big drink. And, I don't know and, what happened after yeah. after lunch in Costa Rica. I'm assuming he didn't go to the library. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, I think in theory – these are often the guys that do make the best coaches, the ones that have lived the wrong way and know, have seen the light and have come back and know how to actually, you know, get through to people and can use real life examples of why you should do this or not do that. Yeah. So, you know, Johnny may end up being um, great in that role, but, you know, and hopefully we're on the path. Then also, too, for him, a guy who I've always wanted to see for an extended period of time in the NFL, in the right situation, um, you know, he's done little to 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 earn that kind of spot right now at the moment. Um, but there's a part of me that still hopes that he gets to play in the NFL and actually can do some things because I've always liked watching Johnny Manziel play the I game as too. annoying and infuriating as it might have been for coaches. Yeah, and I, I carried the water for him for a long, long time, but he couldn't get his personal life in check. The, the, the talent was there. Uh, it was all the stuff off the field that kept him from succeeding on the field. So he'll always have a place there in College Station. Uh, he, he wins the Heisman, their second ever Heisman Trophy uh, winner. and So he's going to always have a home there. And if he wants to start his coaching career, he can definitely go back there, maybe be a GA, uh, assistant or something of that sort, or go, go to uh, his high school, Kerrville, and, and do something there. But he will always have a place to land. I need to, I needed Brian Jones coaching. I need to see you. I already in a told huddle. you, man. Don't be bold, but take the money. <laughs> yeah, I check that. You don't need to coach. You need to create some kind of <laughs> oh, no, clinic. No, no. I cannot for coach. breaking the rules and fashion. I cannot coach. Keeping your dignity. That's make, right. Don't yeah. be bold. You can make people better, better men. I've tried for three years with your ass. It ain't working. <laughs> I've given up. I don't you think you broke a, me, Mikey B. Yeah, like your car, you broke me. My Mike's doing well. Welcome, sign. He is the exception to the rule, though. You've made everybody else a better person. Oh, really? Yeah, you've made Greg and I more well-rounded. Oh, cool. I, you've done something for Pete. I'm not sure exactly. Oh, uh, well, give me some money for that. I'm sure it's worth something, right? That's some value. I told you yesterday, I'm going to buy you an expensive bottle of champagne, and we're cool. going to drink it together and Ace hang out, and I'm going to learn even more from you. If I had some, I would. Thank there you, you go. Well, f- first we have to figure out what the hell Billy Stamp is. Billy with the stamp. Yeah. And then then you can learn more from Did me. you log into your Facebook account yet, Mike, to find that message? I did, yeah. Okay, what does it say? To go back to it. Oh, wow. We don't have time to read it. It's really long. It's that that long? Yeah. The explanation mm-hmm, for Billy it is, with the not, I can't get it in in 30 seconds. Wow. <laughs> I can. I knew that was coming. I thought for a second, too, that we had passed that moment because there was a bit of silence there. But then you, there you were. Never disappoint. And thank goodness we're not being simulcast on watchgeoandjones.com. <laughs> Jay Cutler's back. <laughs> In prime Jay Cutler shape. That's where we begin hour two of Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.